Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to the Run to Daylight Football Funcast with your host, Todd Burroughs. making a lineup live. I was away doing a trade show last week. And uh, yes, your, uh, your host actually has a job. And so sometimes I'm away and then I came back and I was sick. So this is the first chance that we have to do what we like to do in a while, which is do a podcast for ourselves and those who listen on a night in the NBA where we've got a big, big is it 12 games more? Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. I'm just looking at them now. Uh, yeah, 11 or 12, a whole bunch tonight, a lot more than the four that we had last night. Yep, and uh, I actually had a pretty good night last night. Um, as, as often, it could have been better with one or two minor um, things. But welcome, Mauler. It's good to, have, good to be talking to you and good to be back doing the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me as usual. And same here. I've been uh, having a good run lately, but you know how it is. One swap here or two for two that you missed and you're in a lot more money. But yeah, I've had a hot streak going and I think uh, that's good as we're leading into baseball here. Yep. And uh, right before bedtime, um, I didn't have much going late last night. So, um, you know, I went to bed and I had a lineup in, I think, 30th place on a $5 fan duel contest, they scored 324, but I had already shot every bullet that I had. And I knew, um, I was going to, uh, not fare as well at the end of the night, but, uh, I won on DraftKings and I won on FanDuel, and that doesn't happen that often. So, uh, we head to the lineup making process where we've got an NBA crossover, 500K, 100,000 to first. I know you'll probably be throwing in a couple lineups, and I imagine that I will be as well. Um, One thing that I've noticed, and I think it's a mistake that maybe we've made on the pod a couple times, and something I'm trying to do a little less of is play stars and scrubs on DraftKings. You know, they really don't give you great value. So then when you play the stars, it seems like you're searching for value. And oftentimes, that's what lets you down. Um, I think we should, what we should probably do is do our value picks and then work our way up from there. But uh, I'm thinking fair and balanced on the lineup today. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I've been seeming to do better like that as well. But 
you know, there were a couple of value guys last night like Babbitt that uh, paid off, but then you had the people like McCallum who actually, you know, didn't do anything. So, you know, it just depends on if you pick the right guy or not, guy or not uh, that particular night. Uh, and tonight we have, you know, a chance for some value guys as DeMarcus Cousins has already been ruled out. Um, and the same with KCP here in Detroit. He's also been ruled out. So you take that into account and, you know, you do with it what you can. Yeah, I, I, I knew his brother uh, PCP when I in the 70s, um, but uh, <laughs> n- not personally. That was one I always promised myself never to do. Um, well, and, and I think the bigger the slate, the more likely people are to go stars and scrubs um, because they feel they can get the stars at lower ownership. And, uh, well, let's just see how it goes. Um, we'll start with our JM to win style, picking the lower price guys that you feel comfortable with. Why don't you go first at point guard? Well, I'm, uh, I'm pretty much down to 5,200 as the lowest guy that I like. And that's Jordan Clarkson. Uh, looks like Russell will be out, and we never know what Kobe's going to do. Uh, Clarkson did okay last night, had uh, 33 DraftKings points against Memphis. And he plays Phoenix tonight, who, you know, doesn't defend the best. So I think he's a decent value at 5,100. Um, and I think that's about as low as I go for value when looking for it tonight, unless you want to stay in that same game. And, and take a stab at Marcelo Huertas. Um, so no, uh, other, yeah, I didn't think so. So other than that, my two guys are both. By the uh, way, you know, what do you Go call? Ahead. What do you call? What do you call a woman who cheats on you, a Huertas? <laughs> uh, you're you're two for two in jokes for the day. So That's so cool. after Clarkson, my my number one play of the day, and the guy I'll have in most of my lineups is Ricky Rubio, 7,100. He's not too overly priced, but in a a up-paced game against Sacramento, uh, I think he has, you know, a a chance to get 50 DraftKings points tonight. And the last guy I'll throw in is Reggie Jackson. Like we mentioned a little bit ago, KCP is out, and Reggie Jackson's only 6,200. And with KCP out, I imagine his usage is going to go up a lot. I don't usually like playing him because – you know, he doesn't have too high of a ceiling and his floor isn't really manageable. But uh, I think for our listeners out there, I think he would be a good good guy to plug in tonight. All right. So uh, we, I'll turn over to my uh, guards of the night. Um, as far as value, Clarkson is on my list. But I have to be honest, um, I'm hoping Kobe's out. And the guy that I really think is sneaky but with just as much upside and probably lower ownership is Lou Williams. Uh, He's not a point guard, obviously, but with D'Angelo Russell beat up. um, And I do worry, again, salary-wise, with Cousins being out, if Sacramento can – what am I doing? Um, If – well, I like the Phoenix game, yeah. All right, so other guys that I have at guard, I'm a big fan of Darren Collison. I've been playing him a lot. He's been starting at the two guard. He's been getting 32, 40, 32, 27, 41, 32, 37 minutes at 5,100, scoring 31, 33, 15, 31, 32, 27, 25, 39 DraftKings points. 
Um, there's, you know, if, if it was FanDuel, there's always the chance Rondo sits as well. But um, I think that Collison will get a little more offense with Cousins out. I think he's sneaky. And so I really do like Darren Collison at 5,100. Another more reasonably priced that I've got is Darren Williams. Um, I think that um, he's going to get some ownership because of his 60-point game. But in with Chandler Parsons being out, he admitted that he's a lot more aggressive. He, he scores a good, um, you know, percentage more um, when Parsons is out. I think it's 10 or 11 more fantasy points a game. He had 65 last game. I don't expect that, but he's on my radar at point guard. And going, um, well, we're not going to go all the way up. Um, and one other lower price guy that I've been playing a lot, his salaries uh, creeped up a lot. But DJ Augustin is 4,800 playing Philadelphia. There's a chance that Denver can actually blow Philadelphia out, and that wouldn't hurt him. He gets 25, 23, 29, 33, 25, 31 minutes lately, 20, 32, 30, 34, 22, 37 fantasy points. But his salary's crept up to 4,800. So I'm more on Collison. So, uh, first off, I'm going to ask you about Clarkson versus Lou Williams, and then I would like to get your thoughts on Collison as well. Yeah, I like, uh, I definitely like Collison. In fact, if Rondo's out, I love Collison. Um, you know, with uh, Cousins already announced out, uh, Collison will get a few more shots. The only thing that worries, well, it doesn't worry me, is possibly his assists go down same with rondo because they won't get a, a lot of easy baskets with cousins out but uh yeah i actually i actually love uh the collison play probably more than i like the clarkson play and which is why you know we always say two heads is better than one um and yeah lou williams is always in play because he has great upside you know he has 50 point potential uh you know and, and at 5200 if you can somehow get 52 DraftKings points for that price, you're going to, you know, have a great start. And, and I think more people are going to be on Clarkson. Uh, but let's just start with, let's plug in Collison, since we both do feel very good about him at point guard. 5,100. Um, and now I'm going to throw something out at you a little off the radar. Um, something that I sent into DraftKings today, something that I think would greatly enhance the user experience on DraftKings. And do you know when you click on a player's name like Collison, uh, often I'll go to the 10-game logs and just start reading. I suggested to them that they put in the ownership that that player had each game. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I think that would be an amazing tool to help during research. I'm surprised we haven't thought of that, you know, in the past, but that's a great idea. And if they listen, they'll be, you know, one step ahead of the other sites and one step ahead of the game. And that was one of the other points I made to them when the gentleman wrote back and said, wow, that's a really good idea. I'm going to forward that to our team. And then I wrote back and I said, you know, DraftKings has been pretty proactive lately in trying to, you know, look better uh, in the court of public, uh, you know, with all the issues that are going on in DFS, 
And I think that is something that most of the experts probably track, but an average guy who has an hour a day to study doesn't have access to, has to go from memory. So um, anyone out there listening, and if the mauler, if you feel moved, um, send them the same suggestion. I think the more that people hear it, the better it will be. So back we go, and we will go to the shooting guard position. And while you were on uh, Ricky Ricardo Rubio, I am really on Zach Levine tonight. I think he's got one of the one of the best matchups of the night. Um, his salary is to me not commensurate with the minutes. Um, he finally is up to six thousand. Um, he had twenty nine DraftKings points the other night: thirty three, thirty six, thirty four. He did have a couple clunkers, but I mean, here's a guy who's getting 30 points almost every game in a good matchup, and we would have some really good, because him and Collison will be on each other. I don't see either of them necessarily getting in foul trouble, uh, but Levine is one of the mid-price guys, probably the mid-price guy I'm most high on tonight. Um, the other two, uh, three guys that I'm interested in that are mid-price. And for the most part, I'm only interested in mid-price shooting guards tonight. I worry about James Harden for a few things, especially if you got an ankle injury coming, you know, the second night. Um, But uh, Devin Booker, Booker is another guy who has been really playing very well lately. He's up to 6,600, but in a matchup with the Lakers, um, I really, really like him, and I also uh, like Matthews. He's another guy who really gets um, a lot of a lot of a, a big uptick when Chandler Parsons is out. He's a little more risky, but he's forty two hundred. I do think he'll be pretty high owned tonight. Um, where's the other guy? I had one other guy. Oh, Lou Williams, of course who I mentioned. And then the other guy is playing shooting guard, but he is a point guard and that is Isaiah Cannon. And he's been logging a lot of minutes, 30, 27, 31, 34, 32. Um, Again, in a game where it should be pretty tight. I like him. And one more mid price guy, Gary Harris. Gary Harris is a guy at 5,000 who, uh, again, is just getting 34, 37, 32, 36, 34 minutes at 5K. Um, he's another guy who's a pretty good value. So who are your shooting guards uh, tonight, Moore? Well, I, I agree with uh, Zach Levine. He's 2A or 2B on my list because I have him and Wiggins lumped together because I like them both, and I wish DraftKings would move Wiggins over to a small forward so we could use them both if we wanted without having to use a utility spot. So those are my 2A and 2B, but my number one shooting guard of the night is C.J. McCollum. Um, Port, uh, Portland's at home against Dallas. Dallas is very, very poor at guarding the two-guard. McCollum has taken over 20 shots the last three games. And in the games before that, he's taken 17, 17, 15, 16, you know, no lower than 15 shots, like uh, nine of the last 10 games. And he's hit uh, over 40 DraftKings points the last three. So McCollum's my number one. 
with Levine and Wiggins, 2A and 2B, with Lou Williams down there at the next spot. All right. So um, I've been playing a lot of C.J. McCollum the last couple nights. I don't know how I missed him. Uh, I'm also kind of shocked that Chris Middleton's down at 6,600. I hadn't noticed that. Um, He hasn't been playing great. Um, but I like the I like the McCollum call a lot. Um, why don't we plug him in? All right, that sounds good. Yeah, I like Middleton too. But you know, against Cleveland, you never know what type of Cleveland defense you're going to get. Um, I'm sure LeBron's going to hold the Greek freak. But you, like you said, Middleton's been struggling mightily lately, and he's laid two under 20 eggs in the last four, and only had 23 in the game before, and that's DraftKings points. So. Um, you know, he could catch back up and catch fire at any time, but I'm I'm a lot more comfortable with McCollum tonight. Well, uh, McCollum's put up 40 points each of the last three games, I think, with so many choices out there. I mean, I missed him. Um, you know, hopefully we can get him in that 10% ownership range. Uh, I, I like the call a lot. So we'll move over to the small <laughs> forward position. Um, I don't have a ton of value guys um, at that position. Um, one guy that I'll, I'll throw out there is Tobias Harris. Um, you talk about KCP being out. I think Harris out of the, the different guys that I've heard, um, he, you know, Morris, I, I just don't trust him lately. Um, so I'm going to throw out uh, him. I'm also going to throw out Stanley Johnson. Um, he's down to 3,800 with KCP out. You know, I, I think he's a, 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 an interesting guy to consider. Uh, and, of course, I will uh, obviously leave uh, the Detroit Pistons up to you and your, uh, you know, as to which is the best play there. Um, but I don't have a ton of guys that I love um, at the small forward tonight. Uh, where are you at with small forwards? Yeah, I totally agree. The small forward to me is the weakest position tonight. I mean, there's nights where you look and you think you got to play the Greek freak, but uh, I think LeBron's going to take that as a personal challenge tonight. You know, he's we've we've heard a lot about the Greek freak and his triple doubles, and you know when LeBron gets uh, the inclining to play defense, he's pretty damn good at it. So uh, the Greek playing the Greek freak scares me. Uh, same with LeBron, though, is the Greek freak has the wingspan of a condor. So I imagine that's just going to be a nice defensive matchup. I never trust Carmelo, even though he is in Chicago. Uh, Kawhi against Miami in a uh, low pace game doesn't interest me. So my guys, I, I kind of like Rudy Gay, being that uh, Cousins is out, but I don't love him. Um, I guess I I agree with the Stanley Johnson call. I mean, for 3,700, if he's going to get 35 to 40 minutes, I I kind of think he's a must play. All right. So um, a couple other guys I missed. One is Kent Bazemore at 4,400. He's not been playing well lately, but he's been dinged. Um, everyone plays good against um, Washington. They're on the road. I expect that to be close at 4,400. He's sneaky. And then one other guy I kind of missed that I think is um, interesting. He's a little over mid-price, but in the Stars and Scrubs, Gordon Hayward playing on the road at Houston, 
6,900. I mean, you know, he's got 40, 40 to 45 point upside. He hasn't hit it a lot lately. Um, what, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, he just scares me because, you know, he's got the plantar fasciitis, and he's not one of those guys that's going to go out and get you 50 DraftKings points. So I kind of tend to avoid him probably more than I should. Um, but a guy that I think is sneaky as well, you talked about a sneaky play, is P.J. Tucker. They play the Lakers. Uh, everybody plays good against the Lakers. You know, and, and he actually broke 50 points um, last week against Minnesota. His last four, he's had 51, 34, 25, and 18 DraftKings points. So he's another sneaky one that I'll throw out there. Yeah, and he's priced right around the same price as Mirza. Mirza has slowed down a lot. Um, you know, he, he was like a house on fire when he first got uh, the injuries at that position. Tucker was, was on my sheet. I couldn't read it. I, ha- I was like, who's Tracker? Um, <laughs> so Trucker, uh, Trucker, Tucker is on my sheet. He's certainly getting the minutes. It's a good matchup. Why don't we pop him in for now? Okay. All right. So we move over to the power forward position where we are going to hear from the mauler. All right. Well, power forward, I'm kind of liking, you know, the middle price guys here again. Um, I really like Draymond Green. That game should be high paced. And he, uh, he actually scored last game. He was 10 of 13 from the field, had nine rebounds and six assists. Uh, to get 54 DraftKings points, and at 7,900, 7, that's great value. So I like uh, I like Draymond up there. Um, I like Dirk. I know his price has gone up to 7,100, but uh, Portland's very injured up front, and you know I, I'm kind of thinking this might be Dirk's last run, and he's been playing out of his mind the last few games. He's gotten over 40. Uh, Six of the last seven. The one game he didn't get 40, he had 36. And in the overtime game, last game he had 60. So uh, Dirk's second on my list. And then as far as value plays, I think uh, Darrell Arthur might be a sneaky play against Philadelphia at 4,200. He's been getting minutes with Fareed out. So if Fareed's out again, I would take a look at him. And then uh, I really like Markeith Morris. I'm not sure why, but uh, he did have 31 points. Uh, DraftKings points against Atlanta the last time they played, which was uh, two days ago, and they play Atlanta again only at home tonight. So I kind of like Markeith Morris as well at 4,900. I like Keith as well, um, but he hasn't given us that big game except for one time, none in the last 10. Um, I really like the Draymond call. Um, I've also got Georgie Dieng in my – you know, on my sheet, I've got Amir Johnson on my sheet as far as value goes. Uh, where's Amir? Amir's yeah, I like Amir, forty-two hundred. You know, he's gotten thirty-four and thirty-one the last two games. Toronto is really banged up inside, um, so that's yeah. a guy. But but I, you know, I really also like David Lee. I mean, you talk about Dirk, and there's no doubt that I do like Dirk, but David Lee has put up some really good games, too. Um, I like Draymond. I like Dirk. I think Dirk, because he is older, 
when was the last time they played? It's been two nights, right? He's well rested. Yeah, it was uh, Sunday, I believe. Yeah, he's, 320 well, and today's 323, so he's got his time off. The uh, only thing is they're on the road, and I I think the the Golden State Clipper game will be much higher paced. I yeah, think Dirk well, has I'm, a better match. Dirk has a better matchup, but Green has a better pace game. All right, I'm going to stick Green in for now, and we've got three or four guys that we, you know, we haven't really gone, you know, that's the highest salary guy we've gotten so far at 7-9. Let's see how it goes at center and the other guard position, Uh, but we definitely now have some pretty good forwards to go to. Um, All right, so we'll go to the center position. Um, here, here's a guy, you know, you want to talk about winning a GPP and we haven't put up anyone yet for Dallas, but we've been kicking around it. Um, Zaza has just not been himself. He hasn't been playing. And last game, Salah Mejri played 33 minutes and got 46 DraftKings points. Um, he's 3,400. So I think, you know, he could absolutely just tear this lineup apart if he doesn't get minutes. But I think with Parsons out and Zaza just not being himself, he's a guy who I don't expect to be heavily owned, who I think you can really look at in that mid-price. Alex Len really destroyed me a couple uh, matches ago. Uh, he played the Lakers, and he only put up eight fantasy points. And um, that I had a lineup that was in the 320s with him at eight points on FanDuel. Um, at 6,600, he's got that type of upside, and it's a great matchup. Now he's home. And isn't the other center hurt for them? Uh, no, Chandler. Chandler's okay. He just okay. up and down. Uh, Robin Lopez. He's, he's I, questionable. I, he is questionable. questionable. So, so um, if he's out, then maybe take a look at Alex Lynn. But when Chandler's playing, it's so tough to gauge who's going to get the bulk of the minutes because once the first rotation is done, they kind of split the center time with whoever's playing well. And. Um, Robin Lopez, uh, 5,700. He's a guy who scored 54 last time out. He does have some dog games, but boy, when he's playing well, and Chicago, as we know, is a place where centers can get healthy. Um, And then Bismack Biombo, I think he's going to have some pretty high ownership, and they're playing Boston. I don't think he's a scorer per se, you know, he gets a lot of his stats. I mean, if you look at his field goals since he's been playing seven, four, six, seven, he can put up a, a lot of points. But I think with his ownership, I would look at Rolo. Another guy I've been pretty high on lately is Mason Plumley. So where are you at at the center position? Yeah, I have three guys on my top tier. And then uh, Robin Lopez below him, I have – Carl uh, Anthony Towns is my top center. Without Cousins, I think he has well over 50 upside. Um, and then my two guys that I have on the top tier with him are um, Plumley and Costa Kufos. Uh, without 
um, Cousins and Kufos had a big game last game, and Willie Cauley-Stein is also questionable probably. Um, I mean, he had five minutes last game, so I'm not sure how much he's going to play. So I like Kufos as well. And he's also in a revenge game against Minnesota. So those are my three top-tier guys with uh, Robin Lopez close behind. You know, I think Kufos is going to be pretty high-owned. And he just does, you know, I was looking, I think 17, even with uh, Cousins out. I mean, he could have a big game. If I'm going that low, I like Mejri a little bit more. Um, I I know that could be... Go ahead. I think I, I think I like Plumley the most out of all of them, just because they have a lot of injuries up front. Dallas starts with Dirk at center, so Plumley's going to have a rebounding advantage there, and I think it's going to be a, a close game as well. And the thing is, is Portland played at Dallas the other night, and you know he had 14 points, 19 rebounds, and Dallas is coming to Portland tonight, so. I expect somewhere in a 35-point range, which is, uh, you know, about eight times value. Yeah, I, 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 I you know, and, and this could be, you know, this is one of those game theory things. Um, when I saw Plumley, I think he dropped down to 3,800. Uh, let me look how at his lowest. Yeah, yeah he had yeah, I I played him at thirty eight hundred. I played him at four thousand. I even played him some at forty four hundred. It's just in my brain that you know to be careful as these guys go back up. Um, you know, in other words, at what point do these guys once they start their salary going back up, is their own is their higher ownership and their upside kind of baked into it? Um, I'm okay with Plumley. Well, yeah, I imagine Towns um, will be highest owned tonight. And then, like you said, Kufos very close behind that with everybody else kind of spread out. And uh, it doesn't worry me rostering Plumley as long as Myers Leonard and those other bigs are injured because, you know, you got to have somebody play the post and rebound. And uh, Plumley's definitely going to do that for you. All right, so 4,600 versus Lopez at 5,700, 1,100. Let's put Plumlee in and let's see, you know, we've, you know, it's one of those points that you and I always do, you know, since we're both comfortable enough with Plumlee, let's put, let's put him in. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that leaves us $7,000 left, um, you know, and uh, per per position. And so are there any guards that you feel really strongly about regardless of price? Well, I'm kind of on Victor Oladipo now because of the KCP news. I mean, Oladipo has been amazing regardless of who's guarding him lately. I mean, Toronto and Boston are both top backcourt defenses and he had 37 and 47 respectively against them, not to mention 68 the game before against Cleveland. So I like Oladipo, and then I like the other guys that we mentioned earlier. Um, I love Ricky Rubio. He's going to get 50 tonight. And, uh, you know, I like uh, Levine and Lou Williams. Yeah, I, I like Lou Williams. And, 
you know, I'm not against any of the other guys. So uh, let's go over to the forward position without putting anyone in. And let's say at 9,500 or 9,400, what's your interest in either Giannis or LeBron? I mean, LeBron, one thing about him at 9,400, you you normally don't see him at those price points, but I hear he might rest tonight too. So um, uh, as far as other high-end guys, I've been playing a lot of Aldridge, but a matchup with Miami would keep me off that. We've got Dirk um, and, again, some of the other guys that we mentioned. Anyone at those pr- price points, Jabari Parker at 5400 I think that's a very interesting uh, price point for him. Uh, you know, David Lee, uh, anyone really jump off to you at that position? Well, I like Dirk, as I mentioned before. I think with Parsons out, you know, he's going to get most of the usage. And, you know, even though he's old, uh, which I hate to say because we're close to the same age, he's really, really efficient. You know, he's he's taken over 15 shots every game um, in the last 10 except for uh, one. And, you know, he's rebounding at a higher rate, too, because he is starting at the center position. So I like Dirk. Um, I think a a sneaky but, you know, non-sneaky play is Derek Favors. It's going to be high-paced against Houston, and Houston is just horrible against big men. Um, But the problem is is he's $100 more than Dirk, and I think I would feel more comfortable using Dirk in that position. And then moving down a little bit, I don't mind Rudy Gay, but you're kind of taking a shot at the dark because he's night and day. And then um, I would say he's also going to have he's also going to have a really high ownership tonight. I think the average the average guy their first instinct when they hear Gay uh, Cousins isn't playing is going to be to play Gay, and that's another reason why I like the Collison play. Yeah, I agree. And then the other guy that I would take a look at is Gorgiao Dang. But you know, if I had to lean towards anybody, I would lean towards Dirk. All right, so I just stuck in three guys, and I think you're going to be real, real happy. So um, at guard, I pop Lou Williams in. At forward, I park Dirk Nowitzki, and that leaves $8,900, which would give us Carl Anthony Towns with $300 left. Oh, lock it in. Um, well, we're going we're gonna to look around a little bit. Uh, P.J. Tucker, I think, is the weakest guy um, out of the guys that we've got. If with $300 more, though, that only allows us to get to Michael Beasley, who I'm not interested in. Uh, You know, if we go back and put Tucker back in, uh, we've got... C.J. McCollum. We got a lot of a lot riding on that Dallas Portland game. Uh, one, two, three players in that game. Um, not necessarily the end of the world. Uh, if we take McCollum out at sixty-six, that would allow us to get uh, Clay Thompson at sixty-seven. I I don't know about that. Um, 
And if we put in Robin Lopez for Mason Plumley, that means we're 800 down. If we took Lou Williams out, that would get us down to Brandon Jennings, Isaiah Cannon. I mean, oh, and Wes Matthews. I mean, if we're going to go crazy in that game, that's one way to do it. Uh, but I think the original is the best, uh, I have to say. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. All right. So um, for all those keeping track at home, uh, our normal caveat, we will be checking uh, late injury news and things of that nature. You should as well. But our lineup as of now that we're going to lock in is Darren Collison, C.J. McCollum, P.J. Tucker, Draymond Green, Mason Plumley, Lou Williams, Dirk Nowitzki, and Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Mahler, as always, it is a pleasure to do business with you. I've popped that game in. Uh, how much time you got left? Um, I got a few minutes. I just got to, you know, do a few things and... You know, my uh, my little guy had a uh, a schoolmate who was in uh, preschool that had a stroke. So we're going to a little fundraiser after school today, you know, to try and raise money for the, the little guy. So um, oh, you wow. know, that's the only thing I have to do today. Yeah. So anybody all right. listening, you know, say a prayer for the little guy. And, What's uh, his name? You know, that's all I have on tap for today. His name is uh, Carson. Okay. So we're praying for Carson um, all right. Well, that, that will do it then. Um, uh, it was good to get back with you. Uh, and you know, my theme for the day is the boys are back in town and that is what we're going to lead out with more. Uh, good luck tonight in all your matches and especially the one with me. And I will talk to you later. All right. Thanks Todd. And check your PayPal soon. Okie doke.
fires I hear again. 